Everybody has a gay cousin. Bitch, I don't have a gay cousin. Wait. Oh, shit, I am the gay. Oh, my God. Hello and welcome to The Salt Report, where two of the internet's saltiest nerds dish out all their salt regarding video games, comics, cosplay, movies, and more. Again, it is I, Kay, hosting this episode, and with me is Jesse. Hello. Hello. We're, we're, we're just holding down the fort for a little while longer, um, and I, I don't know, it's time to fill time. <laughs> What's the sponsor in our hearts? Cattle Corn! <laughs> So I spent, um, uh, which I'll talk about later, both my pre-salt and salt, but I spent the uh, weekends selling in Artist Alley at Sac Anime, except if you didn't know, um, the vendor hall and the Artist Alley are connected in Sac Anime, and over the loudspeaker, about every 10 to 15 minutes, this one dude, and sometimes a lady, but mostly this one dude, who sounded kind of like the Dragon Ball Z announcer. Next time on Dragon Ball Z. Um, <laughs> would come over the microphone and talk about stuff. However, the uh, SAC anime booth where they were holding the raffle and whatnot for charity was right next to the kettle corn. So he had to constantly say the word kettle corn and it just became like a fucking meme at one point every single person in the artist alley was like kettle corn out loud when he said it like we were just we were done and like that i was like is this all we sell here it's just fucking kettle corn yep kettle corn and smut um (laughs) you said you said um dbz announcer but i'm picturing like so there is one announcer for World Cosplay Summit that was like this Australian dude, I think, and he spoke both English and Japanese, and just like, he had this really distinct voice where he's just, <laughs> I don't know, I'm picturing it in that voice where it's like, kettle corn! <laughs> yeah, it's like, this guy clearly all his life wanted to be an announcer. Like, he was living his fucking dream. Also, told him, they told him to be enthusiastic, and he was like, I can do that. I can do that, but we all were just mimicking him by the end of the fucking thing. And, like, customers would walk by, and they'd be laughing as we were like, Cattle Corn! <laughs> and everybody would lose somebody, and then as soon as they're like, um, so-and-so is waiting for you, and then all of us would be like, Buy the Cattle Corn! <laughs> It was like a subliminal message all weekend, so I thought it'd be perfect to have it as a sponsor in our hearts. And so that is the sponsor in our hearts. Delicious kettle corn! <laughs> I only saw one person with it, though. Like I'm sure people must have been buying it. I guess, I mean, but only one person walked by my table with their giant-ass bag of kettle corn. I mean, usually when I buy food at a convention center, I, I scuttle away to a corner and eat it. Instead That's of walking true. around with it. I imagine you like, like a my... crab. Like... <laughs> I mean, basically. <laughs> I just crab walk over to a table <laughs> with my food and then shovel it into my mouth like some sort of lunatic squirrel. Because those, <laughs> those eating breaks are the only breaks I get most conventions. Yeah, for sure. I was eating at my table. Oh, I'll talk about this later since we're getting to our pre-salt. 
Right, well, yeah, let's let's get jump into it then. Let's jump into our pre-salt. I, of course, of course I have more Final Fantasy XIV stuff. I haven't actually done that much this week, unfortunately, but um, I can talk about this. Um, they had a new event that I hadn't had a chance to play yet um, as of last week, but I did get to play it this week. There's like um, a storyline part first where you go uh, from point to point, you just kind of, you follow like a reporter around or something. It was so boring, honestly, that I didn't really pay that much of attention and I don't remember it very well. But the last thing is that you go to like a bard and he starts playing you the song of his people. And then um, the producer of Final Fantasy XIV, A Realm Reborn, shows up. And like, it was so obviously him that I looked at this sort of like red, reddish spiky haired dude with, samurai dude with glasses. And I'm like, is that Yoshida? <laughs> I, a person who just barely got into Final Fantasy XIV, I'm like, that's Yoshi P. I know it. I know it's him. And it was. And he thanks you for playing the game or whatever. Um, and then after that, they um, have a event that is based off of the very end game of 1.0. Um, and I've been kind of, I had to kind of do a little bit of archaeology to kind of understand exactly what happened with 1.0. Because <laughs> I never played 1.0. I didn't really have much, much to do with it. But um, I guess when they were like... When, when the game started to really fail, and they were coming out with 2.0, which is A Realm Reborn, they started doing um, these sort of mob events where you'd be... Like, cities are no longer sanctuaries, and you would wander into a city, and there'd be 50 fucking, like, go- goblin creatures just hauling ass down the street towards you. Nope. Um, nope. And, yeah. <laughs> and like, you, you, all the players would fight them as a group. They were group fate events or whatever. Um, and, like, there's all this other stuff that I remember hearing about, like the moon getting closer and that creepy song playing in the background, uh, which I believe is called Answers. Yes, Answers. That is what I put in the doc. Um, but... Basically, they made an event based on that. You would talk to the rising recruiter, and he would get you would kind of load into a solo instance. But instead, there's like literally thousands of players in this city at the same time, and we're all fighting the same mob monsters. As you might imagine, my PlayStation had a really difficult time <laughs> handling this event, um, and a lot of times it would drop to like eight frames per second. Or the effects would get all wonky, or I would freeze momentarily, or I wouldn't see... Just because there's so many people on the screen, I wouldn't be able to see quick-time events. Not quick-time events. What are they called? Area... AOE attacks. Um, I wouldn't be able to see those until it was too late to avoid them. Uh, Thankfully, they kind of negated the penalty for death, so you can just respawn and run back to the point and just keep blasting. Um... But it it was a time, and everybody's. So I, I mentioned in for the last event that um, when there's a lot of people talking in the same area, or or maybe just in the same area. I'm not sure if they actually have to be talking. But if there's a lot of people in the same area, it, it starts to play crowd chatter noise. Well, oh, in this situation, when there's thousands of people um, in an area, it reacts as if there's a battle, and so people were screaming and whooping and. <laughs> Like, it was really funny, um, 
and everybody's in the chat say most people were just like looking for party and i'm just like no one cares stop um i didn't say that and someone still added me to their party so you didn't really have to beg i'm not sure what these people were doing but um yeah and then at some point somebody was like this is so sad alexa play answers because we just got to mash them all together and it was playing that song in the background the whole time instead of like the usual battle music which was kind of interesting um and you went through a couple of these and i think i'm not sure if it just kind of keeps going until everybody leaves but because we didn't quite make it to the end uh a bunch of people kind of gave up and left all at the same time and all of a sudden there's only eight of us and we're fighting this gigantic marlboro monster monster and i'm like okay there's 10 seconds left on the clock so a rip us but um either way i got enough of my tokens to get the event earrings so i'm happy um, I might play it again before the event's up. It's up on the 17th. Uh, but I'm not sure if anybody else is going to be playing it, and there's not really any point if it's just me. <laughs> so, we'll see, I guess. Um, also, during this, I had a moment. I came across a, uh, a Final Fantasy XIV player that had a very similar character named mine, where my character's name was Res Judicata, his character's name was Judicator Void, and he, like, ran past me and then stopped and turned around and, like waved and i waved back and then he kept going <laughs> and I'm like ah we had a moment i love bonding moments as bonding. we've discussed this is like that's one of the benefits that's like the biggest benefit of like playing these kinds of games is yeah, to, all the all the weird bonding all the memes the memes the memes um, do it for the meme do it for the memes and i I said this to you, but I'm not sure if I said it on the recording, but there was a, I screen capped it. There was one moment in chat during the previous event where somebody like jumped behind a cabana and was like, hi, welcome to Chili's. <laughs> hi, welcome to Chili's. I love that. Uh, I loved it too. It was great. That's what, um, every time I go into a Chili's now, I'm always like, hi, welcome time, to Chili's, and I feel really bad. Every time I drive bad. past Chili's, that's what I think of. I just think, hi, welcome to Chili's. I feel so bad for the people working there, because since that fucking Vine came out, and it's been, like, gaining popularity even more, they must, like, nonstop here. hi, welcome to Chili's. <laughs> Probably. Um... The last thing I have to talk about is that I went to Oktoberfest uh, this weekend. So that was pretty fun. It was It's early in the season. I think they only started it like a couple weeks ago, one or two weeks ago. Um, and so there was like nobody there, which meant no lines for the beer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and barely any line for the food. Um, so that that's what's really important, right? Like... You go to Oktoberfest to drink. Um, and we got this, like, I got a hard cider because I like those. And I don't, I'm not a huge fan of beer. So Yeah, I'm, I, I don't want your fucking, every single time I say I'm not a huge fan of beer, people are like, you just haven't had the right beer. Granted, I did have a girl get me a beer that I finally liked. But that's yeah. not the point. The point being, like, 
I'm sorry if you want to drink five fucking wheat waters to get wasted when I can just fucking drink something delicious, tastes like fucking, like, starbursts, and gets me fucking wasted, Janet. Like, come on. It doesn't even have to be complicated. My drink of choice, if I am drinking, is a vodka cranberry. It's just yeah. like... It tastes amazing. Juice, and it tastes and- like cranberry, but it's alcoholic. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I actually did find a beer here that I liked. It was, uh, I kept seeing people walking around with this pink drink in their steins. And I was like, I finally, like, after I'd finished my hard cider, walked up to one and was like, excuse me, what's this drink? And they told me it was a plum IPA. And so I went and got that. And they they pointed out the stall I could get it from. And they pointed out that. And it kind of tasted like a weird soda. So... It was pretty good is what I'm saying. Also, it was pink, and I enjoy that. That was the one I posted a picture of to my Twitter. <laughs> but That's so cute. I just like things that are fun colors. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not ashamed to admit it. I wanted this beer because it was pink and for no other reason. One time. And thankfully, it turned out to be good because it was also expensive. <laughs> one time I drank this beer that I swear to you tasted exactly like what i imagine wood would taste like i was like this is just liquid wood like i don't know how to explain to you Kay, but you know when you smell wood like like yes. chopped wood for a fire imagine that smell as a taste and that's what this beer tasted like <laughs> i don't and know I was how like, they manage that i don't fucking know either and i was just like i don't want this guinness take it from me <laughs> I will like, say, though, if you're planning to get turned at Octo- Oktoberfest, don't go to the one in Utah because the beers here are only 4% by volume. Uh, but it's... Turned um, at Oktoberfest. So you, you have to spend a lot of money before you can get drunk at Oktoberfest unless you're a serious lightweight. But um, my, my friend used to go to Oktoberfest in Germany because she lived in Germany in multiple times in her life, so she goes back Well, you can get turned at that one, I bet. Oh, yeah, you can. <laughs> I'm so drunk, I can barely see. But it helps me get the another day. No, the, oh, the booze here is so weak. I remember, like, having a beer in freaking Colorado where my parents live, and I was like, God, what is in this? Oh, it's 11%. Jesus. <laughs> Jesus, take the weed. Almost three times as much alcohol per volume than beers in Utah. That's um, amazing. And yeah. you're just like... Uh, who am I? What was I doing today? Drinking. Drinking. <laughs> anyway, that's my pre-salt. Actually, I'll uh, I'll mention um, something to do with alcohol, too. So, um, my friend uh, was visiting another... So, I had a... Let's start with the pre-salt. Let's start with... I was at SAC Anime this weekend. That's a good... Woo! I was vendoring. I was tabling in the artist alley, selling my wares, and my friend was with me. I gave her my free badge, and um, she was selling some of her dolls at my table, and together we were united, and I have more good things to say about that, but I wanted to start with the alcohol to continue on to your, like, little thing. So, um, my... My friend came on the, my other friend came on the last day. I actually had multiple friends come and visit me. But on the last day, um, the person who was selling with me, sister, who was also my friend, came. And uh, they were helping their friend who was also tabling because 
the chances are there's like six degrees of Kevin Bacon happening in the artist alley <laughs> at all times. <laughs> um, so the, they were over there and someone, it was the dick butt people. Uh, this is actually a hilarious story. So, you know, the dick butt people, like, I don't know how they're at every con, but they're at every con and they come over to commission artists for dick butts and they give you $5 for whatever you want to do for the dick butt. Right. And I actually like doing those commissions because they really just want you to be creative and yeah. make dick I don't butts. Know. That seems like, that seems like fun to me. Like here, draw, I'll give you five bucks and you can draw basically whatever you want as long as it's a dick butt. Like, yeah, it's so fun. Dick butt's not hard to draw either. So yeah. win, win. And they're just, and they're really enthusiastic about their dick butts. The guy comes up with this jacket that's covered with all these pins that are dick butts, like, that have been, like, made of, like, beads and whatnot. I'm, I'm just, he's, he's very enthusiastic. He comes up with a team, and they have, like, just in case you don't know what a dick butt is, he has this binder full of dick butts. I hope, I hope I meet Dick Butt Man at ALA this, this, well, I guess next year, 2019. I hope you meet Dick Butt Man too. I think he sounds like a fun dude. He is a fun dude, actually. And every time he came up, and I was like, "Dick Butt Guy," and um, I'm like, "Oh shit, I'm sorry, I called you Dick Butt Guy." And he's like, "It's okay, it's who I am." And then, then he goes over <laughs> to the table next to me, and she's like, "Dick Butt Guy," and I'm like, "It is who he is." Um, <laughs> but apparently, he had left this little can of whiskey on um a my. Can. Uh, yeah it's like a small can that says a lot (laughs) it was a tiny can of whiskey like i it's like a shot glass size of whiskey in a can was it like a pop can uh (laughs) it was sort of like a pop can yeah and he left it on um my the the other artist who's uh, that we know i'll say like acquaintance because i don't i don't know them well enough to be friends i guess but that he left it on her fucking uh final fantasy 15 shrine she had on her table um because she's been doing this for a really long time so her table is is like a fucking like fortress she like (laughs) builds a fucking like what a, you you know when you go into the cathedral ward and there's just like candles everywhere and all the incense and that guy's like hello <laughs> yeah that's what i'm now picturing like a typical artist alley setup with in the background of the like urden chapel ward and all these candles are everywhere and then there's dick butt <laughs> And this dick butt guy. Yeah, just a convention artist alley inside of Erden Chapel. That's exactly what, um, that's exactly what it is. And so she, she's the guy leaves it there and she's like, thank you. So then, of course, my friend comes over and is helping her table and is like, can I drink this? She's like, have at it, right? It's the last day of the con and it's just been sitting there. So she, like, pumps it open. I didn't see any of this. Finally, I get a break because mostly I've been sitting at the my table for all, for three days. Even though I had a friend there, like, we mostly didn't move um, because I can't afford to miss any sales. I'm not that baller. And so uh, the only time I got up before that is I saw this Moira charm. I saw this Moira print that this Todoroki had when she came to my table. And uh, she was like, I will take you to it, which is how I ended up with the Moira charm. Um, And a Todoroki guided me through the entire convention center, which was weird because I'm awkward as fuck as a human being. And this girl just like basically was like, come with me. Let me be your guide. Yeah. This girl was like Todoroki if Todoroki was Aladdin. Um, (laughs) Yeah. 
But otherwise, I hadn't left my table, right? So I'm wandering around the convention because my friend is giving me my break on the last day to see what I might want to buy or trade for. And I walk over to the table that my other friend is at, filling in so that her friend could walk around, you know, how it is. And uh, she's like, Jesse. And I'm like, what? And she's like, come over here. (laughs) So I, I, (laughs) I like... I'm like, okay. And I like waddle over there and she's like, take a sip of this. And I usually don't drink because of my meds. And I'm like, I hope this doesn't affect my meds. She's like, you're taking a fucking sip. It'll just disappear into your body immediately, which is probably true. Cause I didn't take like a gulp. I took like a, put my tongue in it basically and pull yeah, my tongue like, out. I imagine most of the time you have to drink more than one. Yeah. But still, it's best to avoid it at all. Yeah. I was just worried, but I was like, okay. And I sipped it. And I, it tasted like Christmas. I what? <laughs> it, so like the whiskey was like some kind of like fancy like it, it had notes of citrus and and you know how usually when they say notes of whatever you're like I this it just tastes like coffee or it just tastes like whiskey right? But yeah, whiskey just tastes like paint to me. This did not. It did have that that effect on my mouth where suddenly my entire mouth was numb on the inside that whiskey usually does. I used to drink whiskey as my drink of choice because of this person, actually. Um, but uh, when I did drink, but I took a sip and it was like, I could taste the citrus. It was like oranges with like a little bit of cinnamon and like a cidery kind of taste, like a fruity taste, but then also like a chocolatey kind of. It tasted like Christmas smells, you know, like all the stuff that people make at Christmas time and all the scented stuff. stuff. Yeah. That's what it tasted like. I said, that was fucking delicious. It's just like, I know. So the dick butt guys left some like baller whiskey on this final fantasy. <laughs> the only whiskey I've tried that I didn't hate was um, maple syrup flavored whiskey because my family's a bunch of fucking Canadian stereotypes. I was about to say, aren't you Canadian? <laughs> yeah. And this this actually came from Quebec and apparently you can only get it in Quebec, but um cracked open the bottle and it smelled like pancakes like it just smelled like pancakes <laughs> and i'm there with my with my parents and we all get like a little sip or whatever in a shot glass and i drank it and it tasted like paint thinner but also like pancakes <laughs> 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 oh my god yeah this was a really flavorful whiskey i'm not used to that but i guess i'll start from beginning of this convention So on, um, it was three days, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, but on Thursday after class, I picked up my friend. Sorry, I have to burp. Excuse me. I hope somebody can get that out. Or just leave it for people to enjoy my skill. So I picked up my friend after class and we drove the long ass trek to go set up the day before because I knew that I wasn't going to be about that life because I was going to have to get up earlier the next was it day. like a super long drive? I know you yeah, were it was two time. hours or something two for hours. me. Okay. Yeah. Um, it was less time for them because they were closer, but it was more time for me. Um, so I knew I wasn't going to be about that when I had to get up at ass o'clock in the morning to get into cosplay. Because you know how it be, probably better than anyone that I know, how that yeah. cosplay life. Um, so I went the day before and we set up everything and I was like this is fucking wild because I hadn't tabled in so long 
And the last times I had tabled, basically I was just like in my friend's table with my stuff and not like solo, like it wasn't just like my stuff. Um, although I would prefer, I still prefer like to have another person there because it makes the table so much cheaper. But, um, so we set up all my stuff and we went, I was like, I hope my, my table mates weren't there. Like the other people who were next to me weren't there. So I was like, I hope they're nice. And, um, I drove away next day. I got up and uh, I had trouble sleeping that night. I mean, obviously because like, I didn't know what to expect, I guess. Cause I had also never been to SAC anime. So, um, Probably should have just gotten a hotel because parking was $24 every day. Um, and then gas. That still might be cheaper than a hotel, actually. Uh, Unless you split it with a bunch of people. Yeah, that's what I was thinking because I had, like, other people who were going there. So I was like, oh, shit, I probably could have just, like, crashed. We all could have crashed together. Next year. Yeah, I know that better for next year. Um... So we got there and I was in cosplay, which might have been a mistake. So my friend and I have decided that for my Loki cosplay, I'm going to take those horns off the headband thing that they're on and attach them to my wig so that it doesn't push against my forehead because by the end of the day, my forehead was throbbing. And when I went home, it was numb, but also throbbing. So... That really fucked me up. I was like, I can't do this again. Like, I don't know how people do this. We're... So we're just going to hook it into my wig so that it doesn't put pressure against my head, I think, for next year. Um, okay. Yeah, especially since I don't really... Like, because it was, like, pushing... I don't know how else to explain it against my head. And... I think... I remember I had something similar happen to me with a... um my wig cap has like a seam in it. And I had this, instead of having the seam at the back of my head, like I'm supposed to, I had it at the front and then I put my wig on top and it was really tight. And so it kind of pushed that seam into my forehead the entire day. And like by the end of the day, if I touched that part of my head, it would create this like static shock feeling through like the rest of my scalp. And I was like, I don't like the way that feels. (laughs) (laughs) nerves are weird and when you fuck with them they tell you how they feel about that um but i was happy that cosplay was relatively comfortable too so um except for the fucking head thing the like when i took it off and i was just wearing the wig that didn't hurt me because the wig was super adjustable um but everything else uh so we met our table mates they're super nice people I definitely uh, will tag them on my um, on my Twitter. I did get stuff from them. Um, they were super nice, super talented people. People to the left of us, and then the person across from us. She was really, really sweet. She had been doing this. Like, I think this is like what she does is her job is just circuit cons, right? Um, and she was really sweet and looking out for us because at one point somebody put all their junk on my table and. She was just like, I was going to punt them into the sun. Um, <laughs> and then the people to the left of us were super sweet. And, like, when we did the trade, they gave me much nicer stuff than I traded them for. I'm like, I just gave you stickers. Like, you didn't have to give me, like, pins and charms. Like, that just seems, like, excessive. But um, I hope that if I table at Sack Anime again, I'll see them there. Because they're super sweet. Um 
And I'm sorry if I, if you came to visit and I seemed super awkward. I am awkward. Uh, <laughs> I'm super shy. Um, I loved, I loved your story of when you checked in and that one person was like, oh, you're filthy wizard. We were oh, yeah. who that would be. Because they said that they had been looking for somebody else whose name started with a D or something earlier when they checked in. And, like, then they saw Filthy Wizard, and they were like, it's Filthy Wizard. Who is this? Who's Filthy Wizard? And I came in, and I'm like, hi, I'm I'm Filthy Wizard, which is just fucking hilarious to say out loud. Like, especially out of the context, t- context of the podcast, you know? Like, just to go up to somebody and be like, hi, I'm Filthy Wizard. Um, <laughs> and they're like, oh, yeah, here you are. Um, we were wondering who that would be. It was super funny. We had lots of trouble checking in because we couldn't find in where out to where to check in. Um, conventions are super hectic that way. And like, it always seems like nobody knows what the fuck is going on on the first day, but it seemed like they figured it out eventually. Um, now anybody who is anybody at the SAC anime convention, turn your ears away for this part, but we snuck a shit ton of food in. I brought in a cooler. (laughs) (laughs) And they're like, the sign says, like, no outside food. And I'm like, bitch, a human cannot live off a $15 kettle corn alone, I tell ya. And, and sad so, little $10 pizzas. Yeah, like, fuck that shit. Um, so I brought an entire cooler full of food, and I had, like, salad, and my friend put their snacks in there, and we had soda, and we were, like, pouring it into a cup. And on the last day, I didn't bring my cooler, because I was gonna have so much to pack that I just, I had to bring this giant-ass suitcase, and there was just nowhere for it to have it all, you know? Um, and I was sad, because I had to pay four, sorry, I got close to my mic again, because I was upset, four dollars, four dollars and seventy-five cents to have someone take diet pepsi which is the devil's water out of a can and pour it into a cup they charged me four dollars and 75 cents for that k for a can for a can that they poured Even the into movie a cup theater gives you gives you like a giant fuck off soda for that much money it was a single can and so I was like, yeah, no, fuck this. Bringing the cooler was such a good idea. I'm such a goddamn genius. And, like, somehow our neighbors, like, someone snuck in a slushy in their backpack and it didn't fall over. I'm like, what kind of fucking wizard are you? They like, rolled a nat 20 on their stealth check. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what my friend said. It's like that. And so did, so did Dick Butt Man, for that, for that matter, sneaking in <laughs> a thing of Christmas whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> no one's gonna stop dick butt man dick butt man does what he wants or maybe i just think that way because most conventions in utah don't allow booze i don't think they but... were allowed booze either there was nothing that said you couldn't but i think in the guidelines on the website but there's nothing on the fucking door i mean probably not outside booze but i mean like no booze at all for most utah conventions i think Salt Lake comic-con might sell beer but like i went to denver comic-con and they had a full fucking bar in the convention <laughs> yeah, center. I didn't see anybody else with alcohol, so I'm assuming. And there were a lot of parents there, as there always are. We had this con had a weird group of people as the special guests. So it had the voice actress for Sombra, voice actress for May, and then Michael Chu was there. That all made sense to me, right? Because like, dude. But then a shit ton of Disney voice actors who play all the Winnie the Pooh characters and Donald Duck. Oh. And they were there. And then... 
and sec anime and then a bunch of anime voice actors of course um and then uh uh the the voice of kratos but who i more specifically know from stargate (laughs) because he was like tealk on stargate but the voice of kratos was there um which is a gaming con too he's just he's just getting in all the cons getting prolific yeah, he's like, I'm the voice of Kratos now, motherfucker. He probably hadn't really done any, like, convention circuits as much since, like, SG-1 fell out of the universe. Like, Stargate- Yeah, I'm sure he did bl- plenty of sci-fi conventions back in the day. Yeah, but then-, but then, like, now he's the voice of Kratos, and the newest God of War is, like, super popular right now. Um, although, my friend had, like, this thing on her booth that, like, you put the tips- and for voting for which dad's the best dad, and Kratos, like, had almost nothing. Someone put, like, a dime in there or something. (laughs) (laughs) So, he wasn't doing too well. Um, I had some- people put tips in my tip bucket, which was a tip bucket that said- I made, like, a scroll that said Loki's Dagger Fun that I taped in the front (laughs) of it. Um, and people put tips in there, and I didn't expect anything, and I almost cried- for some reason, that made me almost cry. Um, I don't know what it was. Connor stickers were super popular. Um, had a bunch of Connors come up to me. My Detroit Become Neko like stickers in general got a lot of attention. I'm but just it was surprised that there were multiple people dressed like Connor. Oh, there were like a million Connors. There were so many Connors. I saw, I saw a couple pairs at Gaming Con, and I was surprised then, too. And granted, Gaming Con was a lot closer to the release of Detroit, but still, I'm just like, that's the... I mean, I guess it makes sense that it would be popular for cosplay, but I'm still surprised about it for some reason. Yeah, there are so many Connors. Some of them had, like, worked out some LED shit, too. And, like, one of them, their, uh, their like, battery pack fell out of their pocket! It was so <laughs> funny for some reason! <laughs> They're like, oh shit, my LED battery pack fell out. <laughs> I'm like, you truly are an android. Um, I had these these two Connors come up to my booth. They were so cute. And they came up to my booth and um, they, were, they were like, oh, these are so cute. And I was like, oh, thank you. And this one Connor bought a sticker for their friend who was Hank. So they bought him the Hank sticker. And uh, they left. And I, and I had showed them the giant Connor. I was like, look at this giant Connor I have. And I don't know what I'm going to do with it. Nobody wants this giant Connor. Yeah, what and was the story of that again? Like, they just randomly sent you a big one for some reason? They and... just randomly sent me the one Connor to rule them all. <laughs> and in the darkness, bind them. <laughs> and I was just like, why did, you, why did you send me this giant Connor, right? So anyway, they come back later. And they've got cat ears on, right? They had bought cat ears at the con. And they're like, look. We have become Neko. <laughs> and I'm like, you guys are so fucking cute, right? And then um, the the one dude, he's like, I would like to buy the giant Connor. <laughs> and I'm like, you can have the giant Connor. Like, I, I just charged him. Like, they were three. I was like, I'll give it to you for four. Because I didn't feel right charging him for, like, it was two for five, one for three and two for five, but it was like somewhere in between the size of two stickers. So I was like, I'll give it to you for $4. And he's like, sweet deal. And bought it. I was like, I can't believe on the first day, somebody bought the one Connor to rule them all. Um, there wasn't, I mean, there was um, some Detroit Become Human stuff, but there wasn't like too much, you know, uh, probably because the game was so recent. 
but there were a lot of little charms. I didn't see any charms, but then my friend went around the whole con and found every single one. And I was like, how did you do this? Um, (laughs) Yeah, second day I went in my own clothes. The person across from us, she was wearing a crop top. And, like, something about that, I was like, I have a Sailor Moon crop top that I never wear because I feel insecure about myself. But this is the time. This is the time to do it. There are half-naked people everywhere. I've seen so many butts in the past day. Like, I could do this. So I wore my Sailor Moon crop top. And I was really happy because I hadn't worn it in a really long time. And I was like, I can do this because we're at a convention. And um, I think I'll probably wear it more now that I've done it because it's just like getting it out of your like yeah I mean you wear it once and then you're like oh this isn't as bad as I thought it was going to be yeah it's easier and I just wore like high-rise pants so you couldn't see all my tummy because I was just like I'm not about that like fashionable right now yeah I'm fashionable um I the second day was such a fucking trip I will talk about some of the most interesting shit that happened to me as far as like I had Bloodborne prints up, which just seemed to invite a bunch of opinions that I didn't need. Um, oh, great. <laughs> yeah, from dudes. Uh, the the funniest was I had these two guys, and they, they came over, and they were just, like, speaking Korean and pointing at my print, and they laughed and then walked away, and I was like, I turned to my friend, I said, I'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I have no idea what that fucking meant. Um... But that was kind of funny to me. And on the third day, like, right before I left, um, my friend and I were doing a Captive Prince cosplay, which one group of people came up and were like, are you, are you the Captive Prince epilogue? And I'm like, yes, yes, we fucking are. Um, but, uh, that was a, that was a pretty comfy cosplay because I was wearing a, like, one, at one point some girl was like, oh, I really like your dress. And I'm like, thank you. It's a sheet. Um. You just, like, pin it. I finally figured out how to pin the chiton thing. The chitin or whatever. It was a fucking time. But, um, on the last day, I had seen a little bit of, like, Bloodborne cosplayers, but not that many. I had seen an Eileen the day before. That was super cool. And the next day, this person walks up to me at the end of the con, and they're like, I I like your, um, Eileen and Lady Maria print. And I was like, oh, thank you. Uh, there are so many conversations and some of them were fucking wild and other ones were just like actually nice exchanges of meeting new people. And this was one of the nice exchanges, but we were talking and they were like, oh, I was Eileen yesterday. And I was like, oh, I love Eileen. She's my waifu. Um, and then they, they were talking about all their favorites and they're like, one of my favorites is Alfred. Now anybody who knows, <laughs> and then the Kill Bill me. sirens start going off in your head. <laughs> I hate Alfred. Ah! <laughs> that I I that fucking arc brought me nothing but anger. And um and th- they were like, "Oh yeah, all my friends are vile bloods and I'm an executioner." And I looked them dead in the eye and I was like, "I'm an uh I'm a vile blood." And they're just like, ah! "Right, like we just look at each other, but the anger isn't really there cuz we both love Bloodborne." But I was like, I had my friend like, I was talking about that time that Nikki came in with the executioner's rune, and she's just like, I'm like, why are you purple? <laughs> yeah, and I, I fought my friend to the death because he summoned in as an executioner while I was a vile blood. And I'm just like, this is awkward. And <laughs> slappied him. <laughs> it's just, it's so funny. And then someone at that moment turned to me and was like, Jesse. And this other person was like, your name is Jesse, too? 
And we just... <laughs> we just said, <laughs> it was so funny. And uh, I don't know who that person was, but we had a great conversation about Bloodborne. Thanks, other Jesse. Thanks, other Jesse. And I just thought it was so funny that one of us was an executioner and the other one was a vile blood, but both of us were named Jesse. It's a shame. It's a shame that Bloodborne's kind of beyond its zeitgeist or whatever, because I just thought, wouldn't it be cool to get, like, temporary tattoos of the different uh, Covenant runes? Oh, But that's probably... I don't know how well that would sell nowadays. It was weird what was selling. Um, they that person did have a Mikolash tattoo. Like they lifted up their. What sleeve. is with everyone being thirsty for Mikolash? Well, well, I don't later. know. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like Ko just asks us and is like, "Excuse me, Mikolash <laughs> is a bay." I don't no. know. No, no, Mikolash is not. We're gonna get fucking attacked by <laughs> Twitterborn. Um, Twitterborn. <laughs> I didn't tell this person about my great idea for anal bees that are shaped like eyes, so that you can have eyes on the inside. Because I didn't know them well enough to make that joke. But uh, they, also, they had Mikolash tattooed on their arm. But yeah, it was actually a pretty dope tattoo. Um, but yeah, I really would like the idea of having like the covenant runes uh, maybe as stickers i don't know maybe i could maybe i'll just get a real tattoo of that i just, <laughs> just, just um i they're so cool i actually i love bloodborne so much there was only like one other person who had bloodborne prints and then one one person had some charms and i almost bought them but i was like jesse no you came here to make money not spend it um but I definitely, I got a lot of, I still got a lot of cool stuff. I did trade for some of it. I bought some stuff that I had seen online and, like, I followed the artist and I just wanted to support them, you know? Um, Because I'm like, oh, I really like your art. I never thought I would meet them or whatever. So that was cool. I feel really bad for the person who was, like, diagonal of us because I was spacing out at her fucking... (laughs) like table and i kept staring at her table because i was just like that's where my brain was disassociating to and it was i didn't re i don't i, I guess i didn't realize how loud it is in a convention center um because i like it doesn't there's no music playing over the loudspeaker although people we had a star lord walk by who was blasting the soundtrack that's what i would do if i cosplayed star lord yeah he had it he had like this you gotta had, yeah, he had a radio that looked like the tape deck on his hip, and then he had sunglasses on, and he was, like, dancing around, and he had the, like, soundtrack blasting. The Star-Lord went by us twice. <gasps> Shit! I have to tell you- oh, but I just wanted to say, if that person, a, a diagonal for me, ever hears this, I'm really sorry I've spaced out on your booth. I'm really- I promise I'm not that creepy. I just was spacing out. Um, so- that Star Lord was funny, but even funnier is like I hear it's Britney, bitch, right? Like from oh. really far away, right? And I hear the, "Give me more," right? I'm like, "Give me, give me more," but it's like pretty far away. And I was like, "Do you? Why is Britney Spears' "Give me more" playing?" And my friend at first is like, "No, it's not, Jesse." And I'm like, "Great, now I'm losing my mind. That's cool. I mean, I haven't sitting here for a while, but um, so." I was like, I hear, give me, but it started getting closer. And like other, another Britney Spears, I think it was, uh, 
Oops, I Did It Again was playing, right? And it was so loud now that she's like, okay, Britney Spears is playing. I'm like, thank you. And I, like, the table across from us, there's a bunch of people, and they clear. And I was like, it's Britney, bitch. Because there was a person cosplaying Britney Spears from the Hit Me Baby (laughs) One More Time video. And in her backpack was a speaker that was playing Britney Spears. (laughs) Definitely the weirdest cosplay I saw at SoccerCon this year was, um... Uh, I write sins, not tragedy. Video right here. <laughs> he wasn't playing music or anything, but there he was, and I knew I knew who he was cosplaying yeah. instantly. And I'm just like, but why? But why? <laughs> if I was gonna cosplay. I write since not tragedies video, Brendan Urie. I would definitely be bumping it just nonstop all day. You would just hear me from somewhere in the con is like, I chime in. <laughs> <laughs> but that that story also reminds me of when uh, this was anime bonsai like a while ago, um, back when Gangnam Style oh, was God first popular, and it was playing basically nonstop that whole weekend at Anime Bonsai, and I was pretty thoroughly over it by the middle of day two. But I'm sitting in the hallway waiting for a panel to start, and I hear Gangnam Style playing in the distance, and I'm like, huh. But then Gangnam Style gets closer and closer, <laughs> and I look up, and Sai gallops past on his invisible horse, and then Gangnam Style fades out into the distance, and I never saw him again. But you go, Sai cosplayer from Anime Bonsai 20 early 2010s, whatever it was. (laughs) It's so funny. I actually, I was talking to my friend about that. Like, one of the benefits of sitting at the table is people come to you. But that's also one of the drawbacks, which I'll talk about later. But it's fun to see the cosplayers go by, you know? And they just, like... parade. It is like a parade. Yeah, and I... I'm 100% one of those people who will lean over my table and be like, excuse me, excuse me, your cosplay is super cute. Like, just screaming from a, we had this, oh my god, we had a Deadpool, it's always the Deadpool cosplayers, by the way. (laughs) This Deadpool went by, and he was wearing an Attack on Titan jacket, but he had, like, the hat, Luffy's hat from One Piece, and he had a wagon behind him, okay? So he's pulling this wagon, and it's filled with cosplay props right but it also has a giant mast in it and on the mast is this like um sail and the sail's got the like uh pirate symbol from one piece hanging off the sail flying in the air are the attack on titan characters and then like (laughs) my friend has a picture of it i should ask her to send it to me and be like please i need to set i need to show everyone this fucking deadpool cosplayer and he was like changing out costume props the whole time and just wheeling around this wagon (laughs) he was like a god-tier deadpool cosplayer there was also a um, stormtrooper that went by that was also deadpool but like secret deadpool and my friend was like jesse 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 i turn around i'm like what like that little girl in that vine and she's like look and the guy lifts up his helmet he's like shh and it's deadpool underneath and then he drops his I was like, you right, that was important. Uh, <laughs> we had this guy who was a fucking T-Rex, like in one of those blow-up costumes, sweating his balls off, and he comes to my table because I was on an end corner. He's like, can I please stand here? I'm looking for my friends. And I was like, yeah, no problem. And because um, he, he, he was very polite. He stood off to the side so he wasn't like standing in front of my stuff, right? And he's like, I can help. And he starts like gesturing 
to my table <laughs> in this T-Rex costume. And at this point, I'm laughing so hard, I'm crying a little bit because it looks so <laughs> funny and I'm delirious. And uh, he's like, if it wasn't for this tiny fan in the suit, I'd be dead. <laughs> Um, we had a lot of really great cosplayers, which I, I'm always happy to see cosplayers because I'm like, this is a fucking art. Uh, we did have this lady come out of the bathroom and grab these two cosplayers by the side and be like, can I take a picture with you? Like, very aggressive. Please don't do that to cosplayers. Yikes. Yeah, like, they're, they're, they're people. They're human fucking beings. If you wouldn't do that to a person on a, on the street, like, don't do it to a cosplayer. You know what I'm saying? Um... But, yeah, I think those first three days were super fun. It's great to see all the artists. Y'all had great fucking shit you were selling. Um, met a lot of new people. Uh, and I'm not good at that, but I was putting my best foot forward. I definitely, a lot of times, was that vine of that guy who's at the party drinking out of the cup while that music plays in his head. Because um, <laughs> I was so fucking out of it by the end. But it was nice meeting everyone. I had fun, and I will probably do it again. Um, and also, shout out to the people who are buying stuff off of me before I even put it on my ticktail. Y'all are awesome. Uh, I definitely got to mail that stuff out, which is a little anxiety-inducing because I want to make sure that people get their stuff, like, ASAP so they don't think I'm ripping them off. You know that fear? Yes. Yes. You're like, I don't want people to think they spent their money and then they can't get it back. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, if I, for some reason, could not get your stuff back to you, I'd absolutely pay you back. But, yeah, so I've got that happening. And then um, I'm pretty excited. I didn't sell as many prints. I sold a buttload of stickers. Uh, I might have to reorder some Connors and some Roombas. I almost said combos combos like Roomba Connors um there was a girl for some reason the zeitgeist of the Detroit Become Human fandom right now is an AU where Connors an automaton and this girl came by to my table with an automaton Connor and I was like and she I was like is that an automaton Connor she's like it sure is and she puts it on my um on my table she's like you want to hold him (laughs) This led us, Jesse and I, down a, a dark path in the DMs where we're like, oh no, they're inexpensive to buy. Oh, oh yeah, they're like 25 bucks now. Oh yeah. no. Oh no. And you, and you can get the little ones for like $10. Yeah, I'm. Uh, if I end up with an automaton, I'm definitely bringing it onto this podcast and y'all are going to have to hear my rendition of you ha- Smash If you Rouse get an automaton, All-Star. you have to tell me so I can get one too and we can all annoy everybody. Ah! <laughs> I'm just going to learn to play it specifically for the memes. Um, Same. Like <laughs> shooting stars on my automaton. <laughs> beep, beep. Beep, but it was like, wah, 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 so it's wearing a tie, and then it has a little LED on the side. She's like, here, hold the boy. And I was like, I can't believe I'm holding this automaton in my hand. That was the first time I've ever touched an automaton in my life. And my friend hadn't seen one, so that was the first time she ever saw one. Um, but that's pretty much all I have for my pre-salt. Yeah. 
I don't want to right. blab on forever. All right, let's move into salt then. Um, I had a lot of cosplay stuff to go through. I let's do it. I'm my fucking charms on this Mikote costume. <laughs> oh my god, I'm dying. Um, I have them all cut out now, and most of them are assembled, and I just have a couple, there's like a bunch that are just squares, but I have to dremel the sides so that they're like sloped a little bit and nice and rounded on the corners. Um, and then I gotta like cut another smaller square into it and hit that with my heat gun. Um, and then I have to dremel down these really big ones that are gonna go on my thighs that are like, I don't know, they're all pointy. They're like a very specific design. But I have that, and then I gotta prime them and paint them and seal them, and then I gotta stick them on. And I have um, three days to do that because the barbecue I wanna wear it to is on Saturday. And um, we are recording this on Tuesday night. And I also have to style a wig and hopefully finish the bag in that time. I am I'm willing to let go on the bag. Um, if it doesn't get done, it doesn't get done. Um, and I, I also... saw a Mik- Oh, sorry. sorry. I was just going to say that I saw a Mikote starter set uh, cosplay go by, and I only knew what it was because of you. <laughs> no. I was like, oh, that's so cute. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Um, <laughs> the other thing I'm letting go is that the... Um, character model I created in the character creator for this costume has uh, little like earrings that I'm that's going to be like a final polish that I make um, before anime bonsai. I'm not going to worry about getting them done for the barbecue because they're so tiny and fiddly and awful, and I I don't want to stress myself out trying to make these stupid little earrings. Um, but it's it's going okay. I, I ended up giving up and cutting all the charms out of foam because I wasn't happy with the way my resin ones looked. So mm. I should have just... I saw your little foam, foam charms and I was like, God damn, Kay. You're so they're dexterous. All, they're all haphazard and skeewampus and bad looking, but except for the, no. the arrow shaped ones, those look good. I like those. They ones. look so good. I was um, you're you were super talented. I was like, how did she make these tiny ass little things out of foam? I would have just given up. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I I did resin cast one because I couldn't it was a rounded, like kind of dome shape mm. one. And I couldn't really visualize how to make it out of foam. So I just um made like a sculpey master and then resin cast it so it would be a little bit because sculpey is a little heavier than resin um at least epoxy resin but so that one and that one turned out fine because it was it was a very simple shape um but well i got a a lot of them are ready to go i just have to like prime them with some wood glue and then paint them i got um some what is it called hang on i have some right here it's a uh, rub and buff. It's like a wax color. And you're supposed to use it on like picture frames and stuff to give it like an antique. Oh, finish. yeah. But I I'm, I actually, again, Camway Cosplay did that in her video. So I was like, that's a good idea. Thanks, Camway Cosplay. Um, so I got some silver stuff to put on it. Um, 
but I just, I hate all these charms so much. I hate making them. I don't like working with foam very much. Uh, my, my comfort zone is definitely fabric. So I'm just like, ah, I want it to be done. Um, hopefully soon. And then foam is my jam unless I'm, the only thing I don't like about it is like when I actually have to spray paint stuff, I get stressed out by the toxic chemicals everywhere, even though I'm wearing a mask. I know that seems stupid, but it's just like, God, this is toxic. But otherwise I like, like I like cutting the foam and I like drawing on it and figuring out the shapes. I do not have a steady, a steady hand. So I'm always like worried that all of a sudden it's gonna go like crooked and it usually does <laughs> um the other the next costume on my list was go- was originally going to be uh keith from voltron because i'm just that obsessed with legendary Def- defender like it's that's how fast that happened um but i ordered a bunch of fabric swatches because i couldn't really find anything that i liked at joanne's for his jacket and um, again, I went through fabric.com and I got a bunch of like suede's and faux leathers and the fabric that I liked the best was this faux leather. I have this watch of it handy. Actually, it's a Telio brand perfection fused faux leather, whatever the hell that means. But I like it because it's like, it's a little bit stretchy, like two way and it's not super shiny and it's got like a nice leather texture on it and it's got a fabric backing um, it's the same fabric that I used for my Mikote starter set boot covers. Um, it's just like, it's nice, it's easy to work with, it doesn't get stuck in my sewing machine as long as I'm careful to use the walking foot. Um, and so I'm like, oh great, and when I ordered these swatches, the I ordered white and red, because I didn't have a yellow, so I'm kind of fucked on that, but the yellow is just an accent, so I could find something. Um, but I... I, when I ordered the swatches, there was like 50 yards in stock of the red, and now there's none. So oh. <laughs> I uh. guess that one's going to have to wait. I forgot to mention in the pre-sale, there, of course, there's a ton of Voltron cosplayers, and that was probably the most popular merch. Don't care about any of that. The only thing I care about is the hunk who walked by with a corgi. <laughs> and, and anyone who knows me, corgis are my favorite dog. And was, and I was like, a oh, corgi! And then, um, and then, like, I didn't expect him to let me pet it. I was just happy to see the corgi. And he's like, would you like to pet the corgi? <laughs> and I was like, ah! and he let me pet his corgi. And she was a very good girl. Anyway, continue. Sorry. It's okay. Um, Voltron just reminded me. <laughs> I don't know if I just have been blind to it because I didn't get into Voltron until recently. Or if Voltron really isn't that terribly popular here. But I haven't seen very many Voltron cosplayers, but now that the new season came out, I'm seeing more people posting about it on Cosplay Utah, so probably going to see a lot of those, too, soon. But I'm just, I think like, I mostly saw, like, young people. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, Makes like, sense. maybe 13, 14, 15. A lot of them came to my table, and I was like, these are a child. A <laughs> child. <laughs> yeah. Um... But I guess I'm just going to have to hold off on that costume until the red faux leather comes back in stock because I just, this was the same, this was the same fabric, by the way, that inexplicably came in two packages and one of the packages was only three swatches. Oh, right. (laughs) (laughs) Same fabric. That that was where I bought a bunch of fabric swatches and then I bought um, 
an actual like there was a uh, there was another red faux leather that was like a darker color and I was like oh that might be good for the trim on the bottom of his jacket because he has like this dark red trim on the bottom and um, there was only two yards left and I'm like well I can't sit on this so I just bought it and I don't know if it'll work but I can I can find some use for it somewhere because um, it's like a slightly different texture than the kind that I like it's uh and it's way it's way stretchier which may or may not be a good thing um but also along the same lines i went to order wigs for both keith and also for taco which is my other costume on my list taco from tv um and both of the wigs that i wanted from arda are on back order (laughs) and they restock in um well, I think it was either late September or early October or possibly mid-October. So I basically just have to, like, cross my fingers and hope that, at the very least, the taco wig comes in on time for Halloween. Because <laughs> that would be nice. Um, but I just got, like, both of them. I just got so unlucky. Not that it would have really mattered, because if one of them wasn't on back order and the other was, they still would have waited to ship both wigs. Um, but We had them- a lot of good tacos. I should tell you about that later. But we had a lot of good tacos, a lot of good everything. But my favorite cosplay I saw was Garfield the Deals Wizard. <laughs> they just had, like, this, like, purple cloak on, right? And I was like, what is going on? And then the Magnus and the taco were like, and our third member. And the person pulls down this mask that was on their head made of cardboard. And it's just, like, this perfectly drawn picture of Garfield. <laughs> You're like, I'm Garfield, the deals wizard. Amazing. <laughs> it was amazing. <laughs> I like seeing Adventure ta- Adventure Zone Adventure Time. Adventure Zone cosplays because they're all like slightly different. Yeah. Um, and I appreciate it. A lot of people get really creative with their costumes. Yeah. Um so it's 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 just fun seeing how each person like interprets each character. And it's not just Taco. I've seen people get creative with like Magnus and Merle as well, and I love it. I saw a really great Merle go by, and I I forgot to take a picture of them. I feel like shit, because they were really good, and they had plants all over them, and they had this giant wrench, and I was like, this is amazing. <laughs> I'm like, now I'm trying to see, when does my fucking wig come back in? When does my wig I have wig to know. Come? When, when my, will my wig come in? When will my wig return from the war? When... I should do a fine for it. I'll fill the space with so, more Taz cosplayers. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so it is, in fact, late September, early October. So fingers crossed. Um, yeah. For the Keith wig, it won't really matter um, because it's all going to rest on whether or not I can get that fabric in time. Um, but I would really like to have Taco's wig because that's like the next costume I want to get started on, and I would like to wear them for Halloween. Um, I like to have cosplays that I can wear where I don't have to fucking explain who I am. Like, yeah. for that one, I could be like, I'm an elf, and no one's going to question it. Um, whereas yeah. if I like, if I dress as, say, Keith from Voltron, I'm going to have to continuously explain, like, I'm Keith from Voltron. You know, no, not the 80s one. The other one. Yeah, yeah, the new one. Yeah, that one. <laughs> not the 80s one. <laughs> uh, I think um, my friends and I are going to do a set of Over the Garden Wall, and I'm going to be Oh, Greg. that'll be cute. Yeah. So my friend's going to be Wart, I'm going to be Greg, 
And then my other friend wanted to be the beast. So that's what they're doing. <laughs> I I just saw I just saw that come across my timeline again recently when somebody um it was like a bit of animation in Over the Garden Wall that was meant to mimic the um, Betty Boop cartoons. Oh, the Highway Man. Oh, no. The Highway Man, it, yeah. Oh, was it the Highway Man? It was the Highway Man, but there was like, yeah. he has a bit of animation that's like, it's rotoscoped in the style of like the Cab Calloway Betty Boop cartoons. Yeah. Um, and it was really cool. I love stuff like that. Um, yeah, my my cosplays are... Are are all in in flux right now, but we'll oh. we'll work it out. It'll be fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, we're doing so well. <laughs> we're doing so well. Um, the last thing I want to talk about is that is this boss that I fought in Final Fantasy fourteen. It was um, King Moogle Mog, and then a bunch of Roman numerals that I don't remember right now, um, but. You unlock him, it's King Mooglemog hard. And so you have to get eight people into a dungeon, which is hard enough to begin with at times. Um, yeah. But he's he's a chaos entity. Because <laughs> you're not just fighting King Moogle, you're fighting all of his little his little serfs or whatever the hell they're called. They're his knights and stuff. And you have to... His serfs! And, like, the paladin was like, uh, like the, again, the, the dungeon will alert you. Like someone in this dungeon has not completed this level before, and you get a bonus if you do it in a certain amount of time. And so the paladin knew, and he's like, "Okay, newbies, I will mark which ones you're supposed to attack first. And so apparently, what I'm getting from this is that there is a specific order that you are supposed to go in. And so I would have to. And there's so much going on on screen because there's eight player characters. There's like ten Moogles floating around. And all the different special effects to go with our various spells and attacks and their various spells and attacks. And I have to, like, stop what I'm doing and look around for the number one floating over the one Moogle's head. But there's all these different Moogles in the way, so I can't really target it properly. Because targeting okay. on PlayStation 4 is a nightmare. And We love but, chaos entities. I guess. It's our but, shit. And then at the end, they just kind of float away, and I was like, oh, I, gu- I guess we won. Good- goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> and I I recently unlocked King Mooglemog EX, um, which is the next step up. I haven't been able to get into any of the extreme um, primal fights, because um, my friend tells me it's easier to get in those, into those dungeons when you're level 70, but I'm level mm-hmm. 53. Which means that I'd have to find eight, seven people that are willing to um, get bell curved down yeah. to my level. And that's uh, difficult, apparently. Um, but we'll see. I also I also unlocked Coils of Bahamut and my friend is trying to like get together a Discord server of ten people that are willing to play Coils of Bahamut. And that's going to be interesting, I suspect. Uh, the thing like, about yeah, King I never Moogle, managed to beat it. Is that King Moogle so fucking cute, though? He's real cute. I mean, Moogles He's are so cute. cute. You can't really, you can't like, really it's fight awful it. Fight, but like, it's like it's like one of those terrible things where like this is an awful fight. It's a cube. Yeah, like, damn, this thing is awful, but it's so goddamn cute. They're so cute, and like in fourteen, they're like apparently it's King Moggle, but either way, it's. 
um, they're like fuzzy. Like in, in 14, you can see they have like a fur texture that makes them look really soft and fuzzy. And they're very, very cute. Yeah, like, um, I want to hold. I want to, I want to pet them. But, <laughs> oh, the, the quest is, I'm sorry, I looked it up because I wanted to get the the um, Roman numerals. But it's Good King Mogul Mog the 12th. And um, the, the quest is You Have Selected Regicide. Which is interesting. <laughs> I remember seeing that and being like, what? Sounds like the name of an anime. <laughs> yeah. You have requested Regicide is back on Crunchyroll this spring. <laughs> and you have to fight, like, seven of his uh, his knights to get through him. And then it's all just, it's all fucking insane. Um there's just so there's just so much going on on screen. I get easily overwhelmed um, yeah. if there's a lot of like characters on screen and if there's a lot of effects going on on screen. And I'm just like, I don't know what's going on, so I'll just keep doing what I was doing. Yep. Um, and it it hasn't done me wrong yet. So <laughs> I have not gotten any complaints about my ability as a black mage. Um, I sometimes I suspect it's because a black mage is a little bit easier to play than a lot of the other classes. And you kind of don't have to, like... Nobody's really relying on you. You just have to you just have to cause a bunch of damage. And you don't have to, like, worry about keeping track of your teammates' health. Or, yeah. like, keeping track of aggro or anything like that. So I, I suspect a lot of people just kind of ignore their black mages. And they're like, oh, you didn't die. Congratulations, here's a player commendation. But... <laughs> works for me. Can't wait until I start playing the classes where people actually get mad at you. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's my salt. I'm gonna start... I th- There's lots of sack anime salt, but also um, this news came up on my dash this morning, <coughs> and I was like, what is, what is real? What is the mm-hmm. real life? Henry Cavill is gonna play Geralt. Yeah, I don't know the, how I feel about that. I don't know how I feel about it either. I'm still kind of pissed at him of, like, how do... He's like, it seems like everyone's just getting accused of rape this these days. I don't want to date because I don't want to get accused of rape. And I'm just like, bruh, just <laughs> don't da- rape people. Then perish. <laughs> then perish. Yeah, like, come on. I have I have some beef with him over that. Um, I... I, I don't know how to... I, like, I don't want to be... Like, I don't want to be like, this man could not play Geralt, because some actors surprise you, you know? Yeah, but like... But also... I have not been impressed by Henry Cavill in, yeah, like, anything. I. I also consistently, con- like, mi- mix him up with um, Colin Farrell, <laughs> so... Wait, but wasn't Henry Cavill in uh, uh, Man Superman. from U.N.C.L.E.? I don't know if he's in Man from U.N.C.L.E., I've never seen that, but he's Superman. He- Man from Uncle is super good, and I'm super certain that that is him, unless it's that other British it's dude who plays. Who looks no, exactly it's absolutely like him. not Colin Farrell. <laughs> it's uh, it's come on, can I please have the cast? It's Henry Cavill. Yeah, it's him. Okay, that guy like he likes to play um, uh, British people, even though he's. I mean, he likes to play American people, even though he's British. That was well, that's, uh, that's like all British actors, though. And I'm like, get out of my house! Get out of my house! Um, no, I, I don't. Oh, he's been in a lot of bad stuff. Oh, he sure has. <laughs> anyway, I, I really, I, I just, mm. and granted, like I haven't read the books. Maybe the 
maybe Geralt's different in the books. I I kind of my favorite Geralt so far because of Witcher Three is the first like in like introduction to Witcher I've had is Witcher Three Geralt because yeah. he's tired and like he's kind of awkward even though he's like a like a or maybe it's just the way I play him because I'm awkward as I've explained before. Um, but like his interactions with people is like a big thing over his head that he hasn't actually interacted with people in a while <laughs> um but yeah i don't i don't know how i feel about this also Geralt is a really pretty old man he's a silver fox you know like i may be a lesbian but i know a silver fox when i see one and i'm pretty sure that's Geralt. i mean b- women who and men who like n- n- Men, correct me if I'm wrong, but isn't Geralt, like, a silver fox? Like, wouldn't you call him that? Uh, hey, this is Jake. I'm editing this podcast, and I just wanted to interrupt and say yes. He's a silver fox. He is the ultimate silver fox. Um, and, like, I like his little... I feel like I should cosplay Geralt. I thought about cosplaying Siri, but it's more like I want to date Siri. But then if I've I'm cosplaying Geralt... Cosplaying Siri. What? I said I've also thought about cosplaying Siri. I can't wear yellow contacts, though. That stops all of my Witcher 3 cosplay yeah, I, ideas. My is, like, I can wear contacts, but my problem is that I'm so fucking blind that I can't find <laughs> contacts that are strong enough for yeah. my eyes most of the time. So, like, I'll find yellow contacts, and I'm like, but, but I need to be able to see, though. I I can't, I can't. (laughs) I can't touch my eyeball, so we're at an impasse here. Um, Like, I I mean, I cosplayed somebody on the third day of uh, SAC anime. I was supposed to have blue eyes, and I have green eyes, and I was just like, fuck it. Yeah, for, for like, normal-ass eye colors, like, I don't wear blue contacts when I cosplay Zelda. But, um, I just, I just don't like spending the money for, like, those really expensive contact lenses and also yeah. it's really difficult for me to find ones in my prescription and but like for something like siri or Geralt who have like cat eyes yeah it's kind of necessary but then also you know, I, hear, I hear cat eye contacts flip sideways a lot so you have to keep ew. like ah! yeah <laughs> this is just, sorry i just like lose my mind over here um i mean like I guess I I could Photoshop, like, for pictures. For me, personally, I could Photoshop my eyes afterwards. That's no big deal. Like, the, I actually get paid to edit pictures. That's what I do. So it's just kind of like, oh, yeah, like, I could do that, no probs. But other people will get, like, oh, this isn't screen accurate. And I'll be like, I'm going to fucking punch you up the asshole. If you- to be fair, most people don't give you a hard time about your contact lenses. I think people I, usually no, no, notice your eyes unless they're, like, yeah, you know, like I think time I wore I dressed as the outsider and wore blackout sclera contacts. They definitely noticed my eyes then, but because you are a fucking badass, <laughs> um, I could do human outsider because I I he has my eyes and it really makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> don't don't wear scleras. Oh my god. Well, like when at the end no, of death know, of an I'm, outsider, I'm just saying, yeah. Like, to everyone listening, don't wear scleras. Yeah, I don't know why you did that. You're braver than I am. But I also have a fear of eyeballs. Everyone thought I was Dean Winchester. Oh my god, you're so much better (laughs) than Dean Winchester. Um, I- oh, wait, my friend found out this weekend that I once cosplayed a magical girl Dean Winchester. I feel like people don't know this about me. Um, (laughs) 
I'll tell y'all because, like, whatever, my shame going out the window. But uh, one year my friend wanted to be Castiel as a magical girl really bad. And because I really care about my friend, <laughs> um, who also was like, can we be Damon and Laurent? I was like, yeah, sure. And I had to be Laurent because that's how it was, I guess. I had to be the mean one. Um, but she's like, can I be Castiel and will you be Dean as a magical girl? And I was like, yeah. Uh, even though I don't really watch Supernatural. Um, I think I watched the first season, which is, and then my parents got into it and they watch it, but I don't think I watched it after the, I don't remember which season I stopped watching it. Anyway. Season one's terrible. That's where I stopped watching too. (laughs) And so I was like, okay, I'll be Dean. So I wore that. My friend was like having a fucking like meltdown as I told her the story. Um, but I wore, like, a flannel dress. Like, the dress was made out of plaid flannel, because you know how they always wear the plaid shirts? And I had, like, five petticoats underneath, and I, like, <laughs> puffed it up. And then I had, um, like, stockings and garters with the revolver. You know, they had that revolver that, like, shot demons out of their body for a while or something. I don't actually remember. Yeah. Had that strapped to my leg. Um, and then I had a jacket that looked exactly like Dean's jacket. And then I had the, like like symbol painted on me and I had all these like little magical girl accessories my friend made a staff out of that like angel thing that like if you stab angels with it they die I don't I don't know what that's called me neither does it monster of the week people oh <laughs> uh, so she had like but she made like a giant staff version of that and had his coat and then like had wings like these cute black wings it was a it was a cute idea um that <laughs> But, yeah, we were Sam and Dean, I mean, Cass and Dean cosplayer, magical girls one year, and my friend was, like, like losing her mind over it. She's like, I cannot believe you dressed up as a magical girl, Dean Winchester, and I'm like, believe it! <laughs> <laughs> that was also the year we were, we had matching cosplays that whole year, that whole con, because we were also Hawkeye and Captain America. Um, I saw a lot of couple cosplays Super fucking cute. But anyway, my point being, I don't know how I feel about Henry Cavill as Geralt, but I guess we'll find out. Um, uh, Like, I guess the most important part is, are they going to cast a good horse as Roach? Yeah, I mean, that's the most important part. I mean, if they they cast a bad horse, if they get rid of Roach, like, just just burn the whole thing to the ground, honestly. Exactly. Like, honestly, Roach, I I feel like somewhere Autumn is like, there are no bad horses, Jesse. And I'd be like, you're right. Um, (laughs) But if they don't have Roach, fuck them. Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about not being excited i don't fucking know what i'm talking about i'm delirious uh that brings me to my second part of sack anime which is the salt portion fuck your chicken strips except (laughs) fuck your chicken strips fuck your chicken strips except it's fuck your parking holy shit i paid 24 dollars for fucking eight hours of parking every day and it sucked um but it was still somehow cheaper than an apartment but i also drove two hours to the con and from the con so that was unfortunate um I also had to get up at, like, 6 a.m. for the Friday. I got to get up at 9. Oh, shit. No, I lied to you. I got up at 7 on Friday. And then I got (laughs) up at 6 a.m. on um, 
Saturday and Sunday, except I wasn't sleeping because I had so much like overstimulation from the con that I couldn't sleep. So I was going off of like three hours of sleep for three days and then sitting at a table and selling all day. Uh, and Monday I died. Like I, my body felt like it was sluggish. I, I had a fever. I was just like, I couldn't walk anywhere. I just slept. I like joked to Kay that I was just going to sleep on Monday, but that's exactly what fucking happened. Like, I think I was only awake for five hours on Monday and then I passed out again. Um, so yeah, Monday I was so fucked up from that con. I think I'm still kind of sick, but I think sleeping helped a lot. Um, because con crud is real, you guys be careful. So real. It's so real. Um, and then, of course, I had really awkward moments of people coming up to talk to me, like guys who don't leave, like like the conversation's over, but they don't leave, and you're like, please leave. Luckily, my friend has no patience for that, so if she could see me panicking because, like, a guy will not leave my table, she's just like, goodbye, have a nice day! <laughs> and I'm like, I love you so much, thank you. Um, yeah, <laughs> people coming up and giving you unwarranted opinions uh the the guy who was like who walked by my Aileen print and was like yeah it's not even accurate and i'm like get out leave my house i was like um if you want like accurate to model art i hear that they're selling a fucking um japanese version of the guidebook somewhere so why don't you just fucking backflip your ass into the fucking dealer's hall and buy that for 60 dollars? you fucking jackass like i was just like i I mean i don't say anything because i basically am one of those people who like abhors um confrontation you know yeah but um and, like, they have their right to not like my art. That's fine. I just wish they would have said that farther away from my table. A <laughs> um, lot of guys coming up to me. My favorite was the guy who came up to me and was like, I'm sorry if this was you, guy. But the guy who came up to me was like, do you have any um, art of Lady Maria? And I'm like, that's Lady Maria. And he's like, do you have any art of her in the astral clock tower? And I had, like, painstakingly painted the astral clock tower behind her. Bro! And- <laughs> And I'm just like, yeah, like, because he's like, I'm looking for our for the astral clock tower, and all I said was, mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> just like, bro, fucking leave me. Um, yeah, a lot of dudes coming up to me to talk about Bloodborne, and kind of just being like, uh, I very loudly would be like, yep, that's my wife. So I'm like, please do not use this as an excuse to try and flirt with me, but also at the same time make me feel bad about how much I don't know about Bloodborne. Um, yeah, a lot of weird... If only I were there, I would have fought them all. (laughs) (laughs) Kay is strong with the Bloodborne force. Excuse me, but according to my Pepe Silvia map, your opinion about Bloodborne is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) It was so funny. It was so weird. I, I I messaged Jeremy and I was like, I have to tell you this. And then Jeremy was like, ah, yes, but how many of them have been on a podcast dedicated to um, Soulsborn? And I was like, you write. Um, <laughs> and he's like, just start quizzing them about all the bosses in Bloodborne. And I'm fresh. I'm fresh in the boss, the boss born. So 
There you go. Uh, they should have been the people I talked to about the anal beads with eyes on the inside. But <laughs> I was like, I did not know that if I put these up here, people were going to just fucking, I just wanted to sell Bloodborne Prince. I just love this game so much. Um, I did sell some Eileen's. And I did sell some Lady Maria's. I almost cried because someone came up and bought a Lady Maria and an Eileen. And I'm like, you know what I'm about, son. Um, <laughs> this one guy, he tried to buy with a card, but I don't take cards, which is a whole other fucking issue I have to work out because it has to do with my bank and blah, 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 blah. But uh, I was like, and he's like, I'll come back with cash. And I was like, okay. But I was like, we just lost a sale, right? Because like usually people don't come back. Um but he did come back. He Yay. came back and he bought Eileen. And he was like, can I please have this Eileen? And I was just like, son, you know what I'm about. Um, <laughs> he was like, thank you. Because most people, when they say I'll come back, they won't come back. Except for those Connors and that guy. Uh, and then the um, I had some people buy like my Moira and everything. I also want to talk to people about um, if there's not a sign up that says this comes in another size, there probably isn't another size. And um, I want to say this because people are like, it's basically the con equivalent of can you check in the back? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bruh, you can see behind me. There's another table. <laughs> there's no back. There's no back here. All of my prints are under the table. Like, come on, guy. Like, I just, it's so fucking funny to me. I'm always like, mm-hmm. Like, I try to be polite, but in my soul, I'm not polite. Uh, also, people coming over and showing me their children and, like, getting in behind the table. Please don't walk behind the table if you don't know me. Like, please don't. Or if you're not, like, another artist at the Artist Alley, don't bring me. This one person rolled their child up to me, and I'm like, and anybody who knows me knows that, like, I am really awkward around children unless they're, like, related to me. Like, I just don't know what to do with children, right? Um, So I was just like, please don't hand me your child. Just, like, and I don't, I never know what to do with, like, awkward, like, conversations that, like, lull off and like nobody like says anything and I'm like I don't know how to do this and so I'm really sorry if I come off as really awkward it's because I am awkward I'm not I'm try I'm not mean I promise I am sort of mean but only unless to my you friends. eat apples like a horse then you're mean unless you eat apples like a horse then I'm gonna <laughs> then I'm gonna come for you um or if you draw bald bald gas coin or bald lady maria Actually, you know what? Fuck it. Y'all can have bald gas coin. But if you come at me with that bald Lady Maria shit again, I'm going to shiv you. Um, and, like, <laughs> I, <laughs> I, like, I don't know. I'm so fucking awkward. I need to work on that. I did, I did practice, like, you know, hello. I tried not to white people smile. I tried to smile like a real human being. Um, you know, like, proper human smile. I think I just scared people, and I didn't, I'm, like, first I tried, like, being, like, really, you know, like, customer service. Hello, how are you doing? Hi. And then that scared people. Then I tried, like, just drawing, you know, I tried the, I'm gonna be unintimidating route, but I think I have really bad resting bitch face when I draw. So people were kind of, like, uh, when they came up to me, and I'm just, like, please, I swear to you, I just want to sell you things. Like, you are not bothering me if you want to buy something. I promise you. It's possible that all this is true, but it's also possible that you're reading too much into it. Yeah, but whenever I got up and left the table, somebody bought something. So, oh, huh. mm, huh, 
Um, yeah, I would leave and um, Brianna's like, oh yeah, I sold three things. And I'm like, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, mostly it was a good experience. The fucking kettle corn. The kettle corn was ridiculous. Like, just hearing kettle corn, kettle corn all day. The person who was like, oh, your boyfriend's waiting for you at the sack anime booth next to the kettle corn, so get your cute little tushy over here. And I'm just like, that's awkward. Please, please don't. Don't do that. Um, I also like the person who's like, your parents are waiting for you. And I'm like, that child's never coming back. You embarrass them. They're never coming back. They're leaving the convention center already. Um, it was also hot as balls. It wasn't so bad these other two days, but the late, the Loki cosplay really like kicked my fucking ass on the, the first day. I was just like, this was a mistake. And I felt really bad because I had worked really hard on it. So, but I Where just it came... in the winter time. Oh yeah. And like um I definitely am probably going to do the vest part and just wear the vest if I do it in the summer. Um because the like the scale mail vest in the summer, I didn't end up making that cuz I ran out of time and I would have rather had like school stuff done than cosplay stuff done. Uh that brings me to another fucking important point of my life. Fuck math. Fuck it. Fuck your math. <laughs> <laughs> I hate math so much, Kay. Kay, it's killing me. I know, and all me I too. I, all I could think about over the fucking weekend was like, oh shit, I'm going to have math homework due on Thursday and I'm dead now. Like on Monday I woke up and I was dead. So I was like, how am I going to do this? Um, yeah, fuck math. I hate math so much. I hate Okay, I hate math so much. And I just like me too. I just I I know that if I can just make it through this math class, I'll never have to take another math class again, hopefully, knock on wood. Where's the I'm not happiest the happiest day of my life was when I first um enrolled for my paralegal degree. And since I already they was like, Well, since you already have a bachelor's degree, you don't have to take the math class and I was like you're an angel. <laughs> I know, you just grab them and you're like, thank you so much. Yeah. I also um, didn't have to take the public speaking class or a couple of other classes that I really would rather not take. So, ah, it was good. In this particular case, doing it the wrong way around worked out in my favor. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about, because I was applying to um, my college right now, and I was thinking about, like, I'm stressed out about it, but, like, not as stressed out as I would have been if I had been fresh out of high school when I did this, you know? Yeah. Like, I have a lot more, like, confidence about what I'm doing. Um, I finished my app, and then I had to send them my transcripts, which sent me on a dizzy dance. And I'd pay seven fucking dollars for them to email my transcripts yeah, to the other school. I know that feel, too. And I'm just like, why? Um, that was another thing. This con was so goddamn fucking expensive. And, like, I I think I broke even barely. Um, but I just... It's kind of one of those things that, like, when people... This is, this is me being butthurt about stuff. But, like, when people walk by and they're, like... Like, you know, like, th- unwarranted comments about shit. And I'm just like, okay. But, you know, I'm pretty used to that because art school. But, like... I, I don't know. And then, like, you feel like, oh, I'm not really making enough money to, like, go back into this. Like, this is really, like, so far just, like, a labor of love for me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and 
I don't know. It was kind of, it was a little bit disheartening, but then like at the same time, I met a lot of great people and I also sold stuff and people were really excited about the stuff that they bought, which made me feel really good because like they go home with it and then I know that that it's going to be in their house, like their prints are going to be up or like they're going to have my stickers and that feels really good. You know what I'm saying? I sold a buttload of stickers. Every time I sold to Connor, I was like, thank you, you beautiful robo twink. Um... (laughs) Because Connor's almost sold out, basically, and then I traded Connor's for stuff. Um, Y'all really liked that Connor for some reason. But, uh, yeah, I definitely had mixed feelings about the whole experience, but I don't think it helped that by the last day I hadn't really eaten very much, and I had paid four seventy five twice that day for a can of Diet Pepsi poured into a cup. And then, um, like... I was disassociating like crazy. Like, at that point, my soul was leaving my body. Shout out to my two friends who were with me on the drive back home. Uh, My friend at least drove to her house, and then I drove myself home. But, like, thanks for not reacting to the fact that I was on the edge of tears from just trying to live that last day. Because that last day, my soul was leaving my body. And I just, like, took myself by the collar, and I was just like, fucking man up. All you gotta do is make it home, my dude. Honestly, and I- your friends were probably, like, same. <laughs> yeah, well, my my other friend my other friend was having a good time. Because um, they had only been there one day. <laughs> even even if I've, like, had a good time at a con by the, by the end of the end of the convention i'm just like am i really alive right now <laughs> what yeah like i was where just am losing i it. who am i i ate sushi that day right i was like fuck i i did end up counting my calories anyway but like i just let myself go slightly over so i could have sushi and because i was like i've been at this con for three days and the night before i had only had 900 calories before i passed out so yeah, i was just you, like you probably yeah. just a little sushi <laughs> And I ate my, I, I had, what I had was miso soup and, um, a spicy tuna maki, like the roll, right? And I fucking, I ate it and the, it was like, this is the best spicy tuna roll I've ever had in my entire life. And right to, to now, I still don't know if it was actually that good or if it was just because I forgot to eat most of the day. So I, I'll have to go back one day and try it when I'm not like, Con tire, yeah because i like as i ate it i was like this is such good sushi like i just i just started like eating it i was like this is beautiful sushi and my friend's like are you okay I'm like i don't fucking know <laughs> but yeah i mean all in all it was great uh i'll probably do more conventions throw some stuff up i have some plans for stuff i have some commissions that i was like i'll get to you after um august ends and august is over uh, one more thing that I think you can join me in, Kay, is fuck your weather! Fuck it! Fuck your weather, yeah. son! Fuck your fucking false winter! We had, like, two days of, like, fall here, and then summer came back and was like, bitch, you thought! And- I managed to escape most of the heat this weekend by going up in the mountains, because Oktoberfest was at uh, Snowbird Ski Resort, and then mm. on Sunday we went up to... Well, it wasn't Park City, but it was kind of, like, on the way to Park City, so it was up, it was higher up in the mountains, so it was, like, 10 degrees cooler, um, up, in, up where we were than it was in Salt Lake Valley, um, so we managed to escape most of the, uh, false, I mean, false fall. the convention center was air-conditioned, which I didn't really feel on the first day, but on the second and third day, I brought fans, and I just wore, like, barely anything, I guess, so that helped me, but as soon as you stepped outside, you're like, God, and your soul leaves your body, and they were, like, pl- 
like they were doing something with the sewer system over there and so it just smelled like shit outside and it was hot so it was like hot shit smell which was like nothing i ever wanted um sorry sacramento i don't mean to talk shit about you i love you but like honestly uh yeah they were giving away like in the the what do you call it they there i guess there were some power rangers there so then there were these power ranger cosplays they did make me happy because they were like talking to kids and stuff and they were having a good time it was just like all these dudes decided they were going to be power rangers and i don't know something about seeing the power rangers always makes me happy especially like when they're like really good power ranger cosplayers you know like you see like dope like you i'm like this is it these are my these are the power rangers but they had a signed figurine of tommy um signed by that actor and they're like we waited like eight hours in line for this fucking tommy so somebody come get it um and all i could think was like tommy tommy's my favorite (laughs) (laughs) if i was a power ranger i'd want to be tommy um even though he was like evil for a little while that's part of the don't worry about that don't worry about it um so yeah that was cool but i mean like i all in all had a fun time uh, the heat was awful. The heat shit smell was awful. Uh, and then now I'm going back to class and it's really hot. And all I, it's September now. Oh, yeah. Dancing in September. Um, and like, it's Halloween the first, as we all know. So I just, I'm ready for that, like, scarf weather, you know? So ready. So ready for it to be cold outside so I can really start dressing. <laughs> I think the 23rd is the fall solstice. I don't fucking care what temperature it is on the 23rd. My bitch ass is going outside in a jacket and boots and a scarf. And I'm like, it's fucking fall! And I'll sweat my balls off. But at least, at least I'll be about that life, you know? It's gonna be boots, a sweater, long pants, and a hat with a little pom-pom on top. Like, it's fall! You're like... It's, it's 80 fall. degrees. It's fall. It's fall. It's sweater weather. <laughs> you just, like, just blasting that song by the neighborhood or whatever the fuck yeah. name of that band is. It is the neighborhood. Um, it is the neighborhood. Thank God. Um, yeah. I mean, my room is already switched to fall. I went to Target to look for their Halloween stuff. And they had some stuff in the dollar bin, but it's all, like, still back to school. And I was just like, I don't want your back to school things. Like, I just, like, I imagine it as stuff on a table and I'm just a cat and I just fucking, like, throw it off the table. I'm like, where's your Halloween stuff? Because um, as you know, there was a, there was Halloween one first. There was one Spirit Halloween open. And my friend and I were so excited. We, like, ran in there. And I I sent this to Jesse, but not to anybody else. But I, we found an avocado hat, so I immediately put it on. And we took a stupid <laughs> picture of me in an avocado hat. And I was so happy. I love Spirit Halloween. <laughs> I love Spirit. My friend is assistant manager there at one of them. So she she loves Halloween, too. We, we're Halloween. I love Christmas, too, for other reasons. Um, but Christmas is kind of weird. I mean, we celebrate Christmas almost the same way everybody else celebrates Christmas. But as you know, my mom's pagan, so... It's it's a little bit weird, but I love Christmas because I love Christmas music. Um, we had like, many arguments about this last year. Oh, yeah, we sure did. <laughs> uh, but I love Halloween a lot, too. Like, fuck Thanksgiving. I don't give a single shit about Thanksgiving. It's built on a lie perpetuated by capitalism. That's right. Welcome it's to my lizard people. It's just a food holiday. Like, it's whatever. Just, 
awful. Like, there's just no fucking... I don't want to see people. I don't want them in my house. I, like, I would rather, like, you know, give money to homeless people to eat, you know, like, people who feed them on Thanksgiving than have a big, giant Thanksgiving dinner where I eat a dry-ass turkey that I didn't want. You know what I'm saying? I don't even like like turkey that much. I don't either. I did... One time I did have this deep-fried... I want a deep-fried turkey. Yeah, honestly, I used to have this friend that would make amazing deep-fried Cajun spice turkeys. Like, it was so fucking good, but yeah. that's... My my parents don't do that. They just... I don't even know yeah. if they put salt on it, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, not to drag our parents, but, like, if anybody it's... has white parents, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. You know... You know what we're talking about. You're talking. We're talking like turkey that may have some salt and pepper on it, maybe. And then they they probably put it in the oven. And all and of just- my suggestions for improving it are shot down because it's not traditional. It's not. It's not traditional. And I'm like, is this truly even a traditional anything at this point? Um. Yeah, so fuck Thanksgiving. Halloween and Christmas is where it's at. You know that vine where it's that, um, I think it was from Drag Race, where they're, like, walking down the runway, and they're, like, spooky, scary skeletons, and then they spin around and unhook their, like, dress thing, and it flips inside out, and it's, like, red plaid, and it's, like, celebrate, it's Christmas! (laughs) That vine. (laughs) That's me. (laughs) November 1st. Oh, happy Christmas. September 1st is happy Halloween the 1st, y'all. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas. Merry Chrysler. (laughs) Uh, But, I mean, our own holiday is coming up. Our very special Salt Report holiday, uh, which will be episode 69. It's coming up. It's coming up soon. soon. We have no imported salt, so if you're wondering why. We have successfully filled almost two hours, which is good because we did not get any imported salt. This yeah. week. Um, That's why I'm rambling extra. <laughs> but I guess we can wrap it up here. Yeah. Where can we find you on the internet? You can find me as at Filthy Wizard on Twitter, Filthy Magic User on Twitch, Tumblr, and Instagram. All three of those are Filthy Magic User, which is sad because I would rather have my brand be Filthy Wizard. Sometimes you can't always get what you want. Yep. Where can we find you, Kay? We can find me on Twitter and Twitch as Humanity Upgrade. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram as Crowfeather Cosplay. And if you'd like to check out our wayward co-host Jake's stuff, you can find his Twitter on Jake underscore Lionheart. And he's got a lot of links to all of his music and stuff there. And you can find our podcast on Podcast Salt on Twitter. um, And also on Fireside. Um, we've got all of our links in the bio to our on our software part, including our Kofi page. Um, if you like the show and you'd like to support it, consider donating to our Kofi or even just leaving us a review on iTunes. Um, it really does help a lot, and we we love reading them. I do, in fact, check every couple of months to see if there's new ones. Believe it or not, um, and that's our show for tonight. Bye. Bye. Thank you for coming to our show. 